giant stalker, dragon stalker, crypt stalker, demon stalker, rift stalker, grown stalker, grip stalker, scourge stalker, wind runner. I'm a pony, lead skill hunter. Welcome to episode 244 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I'm Darkbrew from thebrewhall.com and the Brew Hall on Twitter. And I'm Bendak from Eyes of the Beast, Blizzard Watch, and Bendak Wow on Twitter. Okay, today is Sunday, August the 28th, 2016, and we are broadcasting live on twitch.tv. You can participate in the live chat room where our lovely moderator, Ali Sander, is there to take your questions and so we've, we've got a good show for you today, uh, just only a couple more days before Legion launches, and I still have a hard time. This is like the earliest I think we've seen an expansion drop, so it hasn't really quite hit me yet that it's going to be coming on Tuesday. I, I I guess I'm prepared. I don't know. This might be the first time where I might, might actually say I am not prepared. <laughs> Are you ready for this one? Are you ready for it to all start up again? Um, It kind of came out of nowhere for me, too. It just like a few days ago, I'm like, oh. I got to like think what I'm doing next week and mm-hmm. see if I can like take some time off and stuff like that, you know? I'm just yeah, like, trying to think like, well, since it launches at 3 a.m. where I am, I have to like, I don't know if I'm going to just like do the all-nighter thing or if I'm going to like go to bed really early so I can wake up at 3 a.m. or what I'm going to do. Go to bed early, <laughs> get a good night's rest, and then play till dawn like a gamer does. Yeah, I don't know. Those days are, I think, a little bit beyond me. So I, I will not be getting up at three in the morning uh, to play this. In fact, I've got to work on Tuesday. So I'm not taking the day off on Tuesday. So I, I'll, I'll come home from work Tuesday evening and just uh, fire it up and, and, and get things going. But I've been enjoying the uh, demon invasions a whole heck of a lot, though. Those, those have been those have kind of exceeded my expectations. I mean, I think they probably one of the better pre-launch events that I think they've done. I think they've exceeded even Blizzard's expectations because Tara and Gregory and some of them have a Twitch account and they didn't expect, you know, quite like this, but they're amazing. Yeah, I don't know anyone who's not doing invasions, even if it's not for leveling, just for gear or whatever. Yeah, it's great. I mean, the, yes, they're repetitive, um, but still the, the fact that I've I brought at least three tunes that were level 90 and gotten them up to... 100 and i've gotten them all geared out you know they're about level all item level 700 now i mean they're they're ready to go for for legion it's just it was just a great way to get these tunes that were sitting on the shelf leveled up and get them all geared up and and ready to go that's what i I think that's probably what i love about it the most and they were just kind of fun in general except for all the dying everybody hopes that (laughs) that when they go away that they'll come back but not like you know forever just like Mm -hmm. Once a month, maybe, or like a, for a weekend or something like that, because they're good. I mean, the amazing, the con- we haven't even started Legion, and the content's just been just excellent. Everybody is enjoying everything about it. Wow. And by by the way, I'm just looking at, at the chat, and I do believe we have a wild Fagless in the uh, chat room. Wow. That, that, well, welcome. I, I, I'm, wow. That, welcome that's back, a name Fagless. that brings big. Back's memories here. So for those who may not know, he was a uh, part of the show in the in the early days, and he basically made us sound much better than we actually do. <laughs> I'll put it put it like that. So uh, so Fagless, welcome welcome back. And I guess you're playing World of Warcraft again. We'll see what he says. But he says yes, cool. 
Well, that's awesome. So maybe Legion, that maybe that's a good sign. Maybe Legion is going to bring back uh, a lot of people. <clears throat> well, they say that unofficially, uh, they're back up to 10 million people. So it's possible. I've seen people everywhere. And that's you. Yeah, that's go ahead, Bendik. What were you going to say? No, I just where did you hear that? That they said unofficially 10 million because that's pretty impressive. Yeah, I didn't believe it either, but someone that has a friend in Blizzard, you know, said that uh, that's what his friend told him. And they're not saying anything about it because they said they wouldn't. But I can kind of believe it seeing all the just the sheer numbers of people everywhere. It's everybody's just really enthused, except for about hunters. But other than Mm -hmm. that, I mean, you know, it's just great. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute here. Um. I was going to say, so there were some hot fixes that came out since the last last show. Um, this kind of leads into a couple of topics, <clears throat> but mostly good news, I guess. There were there were there were some buffs. Uh, what was it? Exhilaration is this from Marksmanship only? I didn't I didn't realize this, but it says now heals the hunter for thirty percent of maximum health, and the hunter's pet for a hundred percent. Yeah, that's just because it used to only heal the hunter before they added pets back in. Okay, so that was more of a a bug fix then than anything. Yeah, that... yeah. Dark? Did we lose Dark? I think so. Uh oh. <laughs> Wouldn't be a show without some technical difficulties, right? <laughs> oh. Well, fun times. Um Oh, yeah, there you go. So he dropped. <laughs> uh did you want to bring up the anything else about exhilaration, Bendak? No, they just they just changed it so it's in line with the other specs. Um Let's see. Volley for marksmanship and BM that got buffed. Um, it was already pretty decent for just AoE damage, so now it's just uh, I don't know. It's it's, uh, it's more com- it's a decent alternative to barrage now, I guess. As long as your targets are clumped up. Oh, he's back. I am back. Yeah, I guess it, it just go. just dropped. I apologize for that. It's like it just went silent, and I was like, huh. <laughs> so. I guess we were we were talking about volley or murder of crows. Well, well, well we can talk about both. Um, yeah, I just I just mentioned the volley one. And I guess the question with that is, does that now make it competitive or an alternative, to, a good alternative to barrage? What were your thoughts on that? It's all right. It's just I don't know. Like if you run like a simulation, it's like puts out like pretty good numbers, but that's just mm-hmm. like that assumes that everything's clumped up and. And I still wouldn't take that over like a murder of crows for BM, right? Or or barrage for marksmanship, just because yeah, I just feel they work better, you know. But if you just want that kind of like passive, turn it on and never think about it, then mm-hmm. I mean, it's free. It's free extra damage. So yeah, there's something to be said for that. Although I don't think that. Uh, I mean, there aren't that many abilities as it as it is. I mean, for any of the specs, or at least for a marksmanship and beast mastery, so I don't think having an extra button in folly or murder of crows really just complicates things too much. <clears throat> but it's good to have some some options like that. Uh, there was a PvP change. The beast within now reduces the cooldown of beast your wrath by 15 seconds, and it was 30 seconds. So that doesn't sound fun, but. <laughs> And then the other one I saw was the magnetized blasting cap launcher. These are a pair of legendary bracers. 
Now, these increase bursting shots damage by 800% and range by 30 yards up from 200% in 20 yards. It seems pretty good, actually. Yeah, that's pretty crazy because then yeah. you have like a bursting shot is now, what, I think that makes it a 38-yard knockback or something like that. Yeah. And like pretty decent damage too, so I can see it being nice in Mythic Dungeons and stuff mm -hmm. like that just for interrupting enemies. Because it doesn't knock them back very far, if I recall. Uh, yeah, I haven't noticed. I haven't used it enough to to get a sense of it. And yeah, I mean, like, and I've mostly been doing Legion uh, invasions more than any, anything else. Um, but uh, so one of the other things that happened this week, which kind of funny was there was a forum thread in which uh, Blizzard was put out a call for Hunter feedback, which seemed odd to me. I think everybody else too <laughs> reacted the same way. Like, wait, the expansion is launching in, you know, just a few days here and they're looking for you know feedback on ways to improve the hunter class it just seems like it's a little bit late in the game for 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 that kind of request yeah and they only did these threads for hunters and warlocks mm -hmm. which it seems like those two classes overall are the most have the most unhappy people um but yeah it's just really weird it's like they posted that thread 6 days before legion comes out it's like, well, we've been telling you this stuff for six months or more. Like the beta, the alpha started in like, like November or December. Right. And it's like, I, I'm glad that they're taking the feedback and all that stuff, but it's like, really? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad they're asking for it too. But I think I, I, I was, I was scrolling through some of, some of the, the, the comments in the thread and I forget who it was, maybe Jade McKinn, um, who contributes a lot to the, to the hunter class. You know, one of the things he did was post a link to, you know, basically the beta feedback thread and said, hey, you know, check this out, because a lot of the stuff here is still relevant to what you're looking for. So which is to say that, you know, you and, and the other hunters have been giving feedback for quite some time now. That it's that a lot of a lot of what I think people still have to say is there. But I mean, what's, what's your sense of it? I mean, you know, looking at Beast Mastery, I mean. We'll start with B. We can talk about Beast Mastery and Marksmanship and, and, and kind of get your sense of where you think they are and what, what the issues are. Yeah, I just, like most people, I just think it's too, there's just not enough there. There's no, I don't know. It's just, uh, you got your three main buttons and you're kind of just mm -hmm. waiting for cooldowns to finish. And there's no... There's no like cool moments in the rotation where like something cool happens or you build up to something or I don't know. It's just lackluster. And I mean, some of the talents make it better, but I don't know. I mean, I, I wrote a, I wrote a pretty detailed post mm -hmm. in that thread too, even though I've said the same stuff for six <laughs> months, but as a whole, I'm just kind of like, eh, just like it's, there's nothing. I don't know. I just think that I think I would have been happier if they would have just kept the old Beast Mastery, added all the new talents, gave us Titan Strike, and just left it at that. You know? I, I don't, yeah, I don't disagree. I mean, one of the things I find myself really missing is Kill Shot, and I don't know if it needs to be part of Beast Mastery, but it was part of Beast Mastery, and I just kind of enjoyed knowing that once you got into that execute range, you'd have this extra ability that was pretty good. <laughs> 
that you could go ahead and, and take advantage of. And I, so I find myself missing that. That's one of the things I don't like about uh, Beast Mastery that, that's gone. And then the lack of control over sort of the focus generation is another thing that I just, I'm, I'm still, I'm trying to get used to, and I'm still not quite used to that. I'm so sort of used to having Cobra Shot available to generate focus kind of on demand if I need it, if I got myself into some, some trouble. Yeah, I'm strangely used to that part of it, but yeah, I agree mm-hmm. with Killshot. Um, I think it would have been cool if they would have added like maybe like a pet-based execute or something like that. Mm-hmm. So like you activate it and it comes from your pet. But uh, yeah. And then just some sort of replacement for Focus Fire and Frenzy. Just some kind of secondary resource slash stacks to manage, you know? Mm-hmm. Just something else in the, besides the cooldowns. Yeah, I mean, because right now it just seems like, you know, you've got your Bestial Wrath, your Kill Command, and Dire Beast. And I mean, is there anything else really beyond that or just really just those three at this point? I mean, those are the three big, big buttons. Yeah, and then Cobra Shot. And then in your artifact, you eventually get um, Titan's Thunder, which Mm -hmm. is another another (laughs) cooldown. Yeah. And maybe that'll change it too. I mean, that's the other thing to, to, to take into consideration here is we don't have the artifact weapons yet. And there's, there's, there is some some things missing. Um, you know, I don't know how much of a difference it'll make, although enough people played with it on the beta to to answer that question, right? You know, I just never I, I never played in the beta enough to really, really get too far this time around, but it's not like it's an unknown. But it's just that for most people playing in live, if that's all you've ever done, well, you know, there's there's a big piece of the the puzzle that's not in place yet. Yeah. But, and I've been dabbling a little bit more in marksmanship, and I'm 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 leaning towards. I might be leaning towards making that my primary. I'm not. I'm a little bit uncertain, but I've, I'm enjoying it a little bit more. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people have started to said some good things about it. I mean, there's some thoughts that it might actually be slightly more powerful than than Beast Mastery, but I, I don't know if it's enough to really, really make a decision, especially if, if you like Beast Mastery. But I've been playing with it and. I'm I'm kind of enjoying it, and I. I mean, have you done much with marksmanship? Yeah, it's um, I it's I think it's going to be a nice rating spec, just because that the fact that you can do your full single target damage, and then your cleave is kind of just passive. You don't have to sacrifice mm-hmm. that to to get it, you know. So, so for stuff like that, it's going to be really nice. Um, yeah, and then for BM, it's uh. Their single target might be a little bit lower, but in terms of like clumped up, sustained AOE damage, it's like really good. So it's going to be a really nice spec for um, like mythic dungeons and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's place for both of them, and understanding more about artifact knowledge and all that, it's it's not going to be that hard to keep both artifacts going. Like you obviously you're going to favor one of them, but it's not right is a daunting of a task as I once thought. Yeah. And delirium saying he doesn't really like marksmanship, especially sidewinders, but it feels better than BM and quicker to get the powerful artifact talent. Yeah. We can talk about that uh, later on in the show. Cause you wrote a very good article this week unlocked and loaded about the artifact paths and, and kind of which way, you know, sort of the most efficient and, and way to go in terms of choosing those. So we'll get to that in just, just a little bit, but, yeah, I mean, my thing about marksmanship is I feel like it's 
you're kind of locked into certain talents and, and abilities at, at this point that it just, I, I don't feel like I have a lot of choice in terms of yeah what I should be choosing. So when it really comes down to patient sniper and sidewinders is, is sort of being the build, if you will, for, for, for marksmanship. And I'm just want to pull up the talent screen uh, screen, but yeah, I mean, patient sniper just seems like a huge talent as well as sidewinders. And without that, it's, it's, you know, there's the others just sort of seem to pale in comparison a little bit. And like I said, even barrage as, as part of that for, for all the, all the cleave damages is, is pretty huge as well. Mm-hmm. So I, I you know, you got, that's, and you got lock and load for, you know, raids and dungeons and then for yes. soloing, soloing, you could use black arrow. Yeah. And that's kind of nice. I don't mind that. I like, like having options for, you know, for those types of situations. And I think that's, that, that, that's a nice thing. But other than that, some of the other things I don't, don't even bother to, to, to look at. And I mean, the one thing I do like about it is this sort of, uh, the, the rotation is built around what the vulnerability debuff. I'm still figuring out the best way to, to manage that. So there's, there's, you have to, you have to put a little bit of thought into that and managing that. But I, I do like that, that there's some, they have built in some synergy there with, with that particular debuff. Yeah, though it's really, really simplified with Patient Sniper, which is part of the reason that it's a good talent. Mm-hmm. You don't have to build up three stacks and don't have to worry about that. Basically, you just kind of use your sidewinders and then if you have Hunter's Mark, you mark shot and then a couple aim shots and then repeat. Yeah. <clears throat> And that's what I'm trying to figure out too. And so I guess where I get sort of tripped up maybe, and this is a good discussion is, you know, you've got this, this say, especially in single target, that vulnerability debuff, and it's sort of trying to figure out when to weave in those aim shots and how many of those aim shots before moving on and trying other abilities. So that, that's a little bit of a nuance that I'm, I'm working on right now to try and try and perfect. All right. Well, it should be at most of the time and. But vulnerability. And- yeah, because yes. because like every time you cast sidewinders, it's, the target's gonna be vulnerable right. for six for six seconds. So you can fit in, you know, dependent like a mark shot and two aim shots, for example. And then mm-hmm. if sidewinders is on cooldown, you could then that's when you can use barrage or something like that, since it's not affected by vulnerability. Right. right. And that's kind of what I'm gonna do. And like when I do mark shot, I'll try and weave in the two. Um, aim shots there for, for, for sure. And I think that that feels pretty, pretty good. It's just trying to, I guess, look at sidewinders and figure out, you know, I mean, I've read that, you know, like letting them get to two charges isn't, isn't ideal. So I try and avoid that from, from happening. Um, <clears throat> so just a little bit of management there, um, but it's not overly complex, but so I, so I kind of enjoy that, that you have to do a little bit of thinking there, but as you say, patient sniper just really, really makes things a little bit easier there for sure. And the locked and loaded is nice. That's uh, yeah. you know, because uh, not all I don't have the tier gear on all of my hunters, so you really notice it <laughs> on the on the ones that don't have it. Mm-hmm. You know, since since you know aim shot is is casted, <clears throat> so the lock and load kicking in is nice. That's that's a, that's a very good talent. 
And what was the other one on that tree? Oh, it's true aim. That's the one that people are adoring. So yeah, this is the one where each excessive arcane or aim shot fired at the same target increases the damage of those shots. And it's, that's the one that stacks up. But not a lot of value there. Comparatively, anyway. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and especially I guess. Well, does that? I guess that it, would it, does that affect? Does true aim? Just out of curiosity, does it uh, affect sidewinders as well, or no? No, just arcane and just aimed. arcane shot. So yes, yeah, so if you oh, take... actually no, then it would uh, affect sidewinders since yeah, arcane I just shot is replaced. Right, it replaces arcane shot. It doesn't reference uh, sidewinders in the in the in the tooltip. So I was just curious. I would assume that it would because it replaces that. But if it didn't, then you know that talent loses some value there. And I've yet to touch survival, by the way. <laughs> I really haven't had a chance to, to to look at it. Have you even tried it, like on the beta or anything? No, I didn't. I didn't oh, get wow. that far. So, yeah, I realized. I, I really, I seriously, it's. I'm embarrassed to say this, but I've not really touched it. But I may, I may, I, I want to give it a go. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, I don't know. It's. I, I, I like how it's the focused on traps and everything. Like if you take the right mm -hmm. talents. Um, the core of your it feels like the core of your rotation is like dropping your explosive trap because it does a ton of damage and if you take the right talents and there's like I think pretty much every ability they have bar maybe one or two can be is a dot or can be turned into a dot so mm -hmm. if you like that sort of thing then yeah and I don't know I'm not I've never been a big you know, fan of the dot classes. Like that's never really, I just feel like it's too much watching, right? You always felt like you were watching timers on your dots, trying to, you know, figuring out the timing to refresh and, and everything like that. So <clears throat> I've never really enjoyed uh, dot classes all that much. Like, like look, going through invasions and stuff like that, like you see a lot of hunters mm -hmm. and I, I've only, I can count on one hand the amount of survival hunters I've seen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I see a lot of marksmanship right now, for sure. Oh, I see both. I see both a mix of beast mastery, but I see a lot of marksmanship. And uh, and Lone Wolf is another one that just seems like that talent just, no matter what you pair it up against, it's just too good to pass up. Yeah, you know, the other ones, they're pretty good still. Like for mm -hmm. um, like a long boss fight and stuff like that, but it's still it's just Lone Wolf is just more... I don't know. It just feels better. Yeah. Marksmanship. Yep. It does. And I said, then, you know, between that and beast mastery, which is just so pet focused, I guess, you know, I don't really have a huge problem with that, but I guess that that's the other, perhaps if you want to, you know, talk about feedback for marksmanship, I mean, like I said, you feel locked into lone wolf, you know, patient sniper and sidewinders. Uh, certainly, certainly for for the for the rating, I like Black Arrow. Black Arrow is a fun talent to be when you're out out about doing things on your own. Yeah. Uh, you know, especially if you're doing Lone Wolf, it can kind of take some of the pressure off you getting getting beaten. <laughs> yeah, it'd be nice to have for leveling too, because you can you can definitely level as Lone Wolf, especially with Black Arrow. Mm -hmm. For any anything that any mobs that might hit a little harder, you can just that'll taunt them for a few seconds so they don't get close enough to hit you i think i think in some ways marksmanship it's it's almost easier for leveling just because of 
how you can spread your damage and do so much of it so mm-hmm. quickly, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think you're not, if you're worried about, you know, leveling without a pet, I wouldn't. Like if you want to play marksmanship, you don't have to level as BM and then switch. You can, you can level as marksmanship. Right. Yeah, no, and I think that's nice too. And I mean, the pets are, sometimes they feel a little bit wonky. I'm trying to think what it was. So I actually did uh, our guild kind of, a lot of people are coming back in. So we did a little bit of raiding uh, last Tuesday and I brought Dark Brew into there and played as Beastmastery. And I was having some, this was through Hell, Hellfire Citadel, but had some pet issues for sure. I'm trying to think which boss it was that really gave me fits. It was a gore fiend. And my oh, yeah. pet just would not run up there and attack him. <laughs> He was just standing in the back of the room, and it was so frustrating. Yeah, I don't know what happened, but they somehow seem to make pet AI worse <laughs> in in Legion than it was in <laughs> Warlords. I don't know how they did that, but yeah, I don't know what it is. It seems to change, you know, when they go through the when they, these major expansions like that, that they seem to tinker with it in some ways, and not not always for the better. But yeah, I just noticed Terran Gorfin. Yeah, he was just standing there in the back of the room, and I was using Thok, so he looked cool, but. That's not really what I'm looking for in my pet. That's just one aspect of it. <laughs> he decided to sit it out. And, you know, it's a huge part of the damage. It's like, uh. Yeah, I didn't do any raid testing, so I'm not sure if there's any problems there. But hopefully if there was, they worked it out. But it, but it was fun to, to, to kind of get back in there. <clears throat> Again, so I'm looking forward to the new raids that come out towards the, the end of September. That'll be fun to do. Yeah. I'll, I'll be ready for that. That'll be that'll be nice. Oh. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that and the uh, Mythic Dungeons, Mythic Plus Dungeons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't do too many of the Mythic Plus. I didn't really do much of that last time around in Warlords, but I'll, I'll I'll look at that this time. And I guess they've kind of designed that to be sort of what an alternative to the end game. If you don't like, if you don't want to raid, or in addition to, or in lieu of, I guess is the idea behind it. I don't think it's a 100% alternative, but it could mm-hmm. be for some people because you can get really good gear from it, but you're not going to get like tier sets and stuff right. like that. Oh, that's true. That's true. The tier sets are, are raid limited. Yeah. But didn't, didn't they say that, uh, not that the item level would be as good, but in LFR, you'll be able to get the, the tier sets again? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of people are going to like that. You can get. Mm-hmm. The actual tier armor and the actual trinkets again. Yeah, so that that that'll be nice. That's a nice change because not everybody <laughs> raids in a yeah. guild. I mean, most do, but it'd be it'd be nice. And and most of the guilds that are organized will just you know maybe they'll dip in there to try and try and get those pieces early on, but you know they'll probably mostly get it too from just the normal raiding that you do. Yeah. I think people will be spending a lot of time in dungeons this expansion. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be like Warlords when you like do heroics for the first two weeks and then never touch them again. Because there's always going to be there's gonna be Mythic and then Mythic Plus, and then you have all these chances for more gear and for, I mean, upgraded eye level and stuff like that. And then you have that special chest you get in your class hall, mm-hmm. which is based on the highest Mythic Plus that you com- completed that week. Right. So I can see yeah, some people focusing on dungeons over raids for sure. 
Yeah, and it's nice. I mean, it seems like they're 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 trying to give a a lot of reason for you to kind of log in and just do things, whatever it is, whatever it is you feel like doing. Yeah, World Quest too. That's there's always going to be stuff to do there. Yeah, the World Quest. That's the that seems to me like me like sort of like the, that big time sink early on. Yeah, and there's an add-on people should check out. It's called World Quest Tracker, and it's just a way to organize your world quests and see them at a glance and stuff like that. There's a, I think there's a chance that this add-on or one like it will turn into like the new master plan. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. No, so that's with good. The, and then, go ahead. With all the world missions we're going to be having and the dungeons and the raids and everything else, are we going to have time for all that stuff? You're going to have to pick and choose what you want to do because, yeah, there's a lot. You're going to have to either pick and choose or just go full no life mode. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, and that, and it sounds like that's just on one tune, right? I mean, if you're going to level up some alts and things like that, that, yeah, it's just really could be overwhelming. Yeah. So that'll take, you'll know, do stuff like you look at the world quests and say, well, I just want artifact power. So we'll just do those. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or I'll just do the four that I need to get today's cash or whatever. If you try to do them all, yeah, you're just going to be playing all day. Yeah, that's my sense. Once once you get starting into raiding too, then that sort of becomes. I think that can lessen it a little bit because it may, I I don't know. I think that, well in the past it certainly has because that's where you focus on right to get your gear. So you figure, you know, you wouldn't have to do too much. There usually wasn't many opportunities to get gear outside of there, but now now that now it's different. So who knows? Maybe you will be constantly playing if you want to and have a lot more opportunities to to improve your your character you know outside of that raiding environment yeah for example you get the first heroic you do heroic dungeon you get a certain amount of artifact power Mm -hmm. but you can keep doing more heroic dungeons and every boss is going to give you a little bit more but like not a lot but still i'm sure there'll be people out there just spam them <laughs> and they'll get like an extra trade or something extra trade mm-hmm. or two when when raids open up yep and i think too they they talked about artifact power and i wasn't necessarily planning to have a big discussion on that but they i mean I, I think they've designed it so that you should just go out and get what you need <laughs> whenever you feel like getting it rather than trying to i i, I don't I mean, I think there was some concern that was there some sort of magic formula for whether you should wait or, you know, rush to do things in the beginning. And I think they. Oh, because of the knowledge thing. Yeah. Yeah. The knowledge, yeah. I guess. Um, yeah. The the way they've made it, it's it's not really worth um, piling up stuff. I'd yeah. say you just do it as do it as it comes up. You might. There might be some weird thing where you can hold off on something for a bit a treasure mm-hmm. or something and get a little more. But when you were talking like, like 500,000 artifact power, like it's these little things are just little drops in the bucket. I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was the folks that at where I'd asked Mr. Robot put together like a artifact power schedule. And which says, if you do dailies every day and increase artifact knowledge ranks, you know, you'll get at least, the number of traits listed below. And I think their conclusion was that it just, 
it didn't much matter, right? If you, you know, trying to, trying to game the system, so to speak, it really, it really wasn't going to gain too much. Yeah. I just pasted it in the chat. Um, mm-hmm. This chart is based on uh, just doing the dailies. Right. Basically. Right. Not, not going out of your way. Mm-hmm. And they came to the conclusion that after six weeks, you would have all of your gold traits. And then mm-hmm. after 14 weeks, you would have, all of your traits unlocked. And then there's other stuff too, like uh, they have they they have they show like they calculate how far you could be on the off spec and stuff like that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that's really gonna be close. the yeah. For example, on week three, you you can have twenty traits in your main spec, but you can also have twenty in your main and fourteen in your off spec. Mm-hmm. Just because of how the first few traits are not that expensive, and then you get artifact knowledge, and it's just it gets to a point, I think I looked at it, and so after you fill out your whole artifact, um, you start putting in points to like this little extra thing that adds a little bit of damage. Mm-hmm. And to put the first point in that costs more artifact power than it would be to, I think it's to get all of the golden traits in your two other specs, plus you have extra wow. leftover. Just to put one point in that thing. So... I think what I would do is I would get like, I don't know, actually, I don't, you know, I don't even know what I'm going to do yet. I still got to look at this. So I well, think I'm going to play BM, but it's just like maybe marksmanship first. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure either. I'm debating. I'm, I'm right now, like I said, I've been spending a little bit of time this week with marksmanship. So I'm maybe leaning towards that. But I, like I said, I have to review this too. But we can talk about this because you wrote a good article for, for Blizzard Watch this week about uh, – the best hunter artifact weapon build path. So you sort of looked at this for each of the three specs and kind of traced out the order in which you thought would be best to unlock the, the, the traits. So what went into that? Like, for example, for Titan strike, um, maybe we can talk about that one first. Right. Um, well, this, the, that thing I did is just the, the most efficient path basically mm-hmm. for DPS, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And well, for Beast Mastery, it's Beast Mastery doesn't get its full potential until you unlock those three golden traits. So at the very start, it's going to be a little bit behind, like Marksmanship, for example, until mm-hmm. it gets that Titan's Thunder. But um, yeah, that's that's all it was really. Like I I also made a note saying like you might want to, I mean this is like the most efficient, but you might want to grab like um what's it called spirit bond earlier just because it's so nice to have that constant source of healing so and this is only also only applicable if you're going to be like immediately raiding and stuff like that. right right which i think a lot of people are i mean a lot of people will, well i mean immediately yeah, i don't know what our our schedule is going to be but i assume we'll try and do something you know if not that first week i would say by the the second week, we'll probably try, you know, it's going to vary, right? It's, I would say as soon as like 10 people in the guild with the right classes have reached the point where they're able to step into a raid, they'll, we'll be off and running and then more and more people will join after that. But I'm sure our focus would be to get in there as soon as, as soon as we can. Yeah. So, yeah, I just, um, you know, looked at the traits and then ran the various combinations through, uh, simulation craft and stuff like that just to see which would be the most efficient like for example for bm like you could go 
the opposite way, like mm-hmm. uh, counter counterclockwise. But that would take you something. I don't know. It's like several weeks longer to unlock <laughs> unlock all three. So it's just it makes more sense to go clockwise. Mm-hmm. And is it designed such that you really have to? I guess. In other words, is the, is the last trait you're going to open up on your any of these things going to be one of those 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 golden traits, or can you get those unlocked before you're you're done filling out your your tree? No, you got those quite a bit before you're done filling mm-hmm. out your tree. Yeah. Um, for BM, it's on your 25th or 26th trait. Um, if you look at that that schedule thing we were talking about, mm-hmm. you'll have your three golden traits in six weeks. But you won't have your full artifact until 14 weeks, right? So it's yeah, it's, so it's, it's yeah, it's obviously designed to, to take a little while. It'll be interesting, <clears throat> and I, I guess that'll be fine. I mean, you know, we, we certainly. I mean, and the nice thing is it's designed so you will unlock everything eventually. So 14 weeks—that's what about three months, I guess, give or take. Uh, a little more, okay. yeah. yeah, a little more than three months. So probably you know four, maybe at the at the outset, but. And that's just well, and I guess and of course you can work on them simultaneously. So I wonder if it how it slows down if you start working on two of these artifacts at once. Yeah, um, not that much. Um, like it shows in that schedule thing. Um, when you get to twenty five traits in your main, you can also be you can be either twenty five traits in your main, or you can have twenty four in your main or nineteen in your off spec at the mm-hmm. same time. So that one extra trait. You could take that one trait, or you could put nineteen in your other one. Yeah, I w- and that seems to me a much greater value. <laughs> if you're going to be playing be... both, for sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, or at least being having the ability to play both. I mean, for me, I know I'll be happy playing either Beast Mastery or Marksmanship. And you know, usually at some point after the expansion launches, they make changes, right? They buff this, they deep, they you know, they they nerf that. So. I'm sure there will be changes. We don't know what what they'll be, and you know we'll have to wait and see, and probably won't know until after the rating starts and they start seeing all the damage numbers and all all the information coming in to see where they're where they got things right and where they <laughs> where they have to tone things down or, or or buff things up and what the impact that that's all going to be. I mean, if they can manage, as long as they were able to maintain parity between these these specs and these classes, so then it then it shouldn't matter a whole lot, but They've claimed they they want to avoid that. I mean, I'm not saying they will, but mm-hmm. they've said several times they don't want they want to have this hopefully taken care of before the launch. Yeah, because they know people are going to be spending artifact power. Exactly. They, they don't want people to put six weeks of effort into artifact and then oh, we just hot fixed your spec and now it's no good anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they said they would correct major outliers, but it wouldn't be like. Say one of the specs was ten percent better than the others. Mm-hmm. When they nerf it, they said they would only nerf it so it was five percent better instead of totally <laughs> changing it. You know? Yeah. But it makes you worry a little bit because you know when they, if they're going to start getting feedback from the hunter class, you wonder how they'll attempt to address that, or if they'll attempt to address that, and when they might attempt to do that. I wouldn't expect to see sweeping changes right away, but you wonder if they'll be big mechanical changes or talent changes like you know of those that variety where they add an ability or add a new talent or remove i don't know what they would do 
Other than I think they tend they to avoid. To be, yeah, they have to be careful with that too because you don't want to change it too much. I mean, as much as we like changes to these suggestions we're making, you change it too much, you risk making the spec. Someone not like it after they've spent yep. all this effort into it. So it's not going to, like, I saw in one of the interviews that like, someone asked the question, like, well, if you make a big change in a patch, you're going to refund the artifact power so they mm -hmm. can spend it on another spec. And they're like, we're not going to do that. So we're going to try to avoid doing stuff like that that would, you know, necessitate that, you know. Yeah, and that and that makes total sense. And of course, you know, the artifact power is one of these things. It's it's sort of like the uh, uh, the garrisons of of Legion, if you will, in the sense that I think this is they. I think they have said that this is like one and done, right? I mean, the artifact is just for Legion and Legion only, and then they'll abandon it for something new and different moving forward. So that's a long way off. I still think it's weird. But it is yeah. a long way off. It is a long way off. It is weird to think about that, but. I know, and it's way too premature. We haven't even started uh, day one in Legion, but I was thinking, you know, they're going to, you know, this is one of those features because they they do that and they introduce something big for an expansion and then that's it. They, you know, then they they move on to something else. But, you know, everything about so many changes about these classes, ultimately we we get a lot from these artifacts that they'll have to, means, you know, more sweeping changes next time <laughs> around where they have mm -hmm. to look at either finding out what worked well and baking some of these things into the class or, or something, or, or we'll lose things that we really like about the, the artifacts. Yeah, for sure. It's like for Beastmaster, it's like, oh, we're taking your other pet away now. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder about that. Right. Cause you know, will they then, do they consider well, we understand that, you know, it was tied to this weapon, but we like the way it works. So we're going to give you a second pet. I don't know. <clears throat> oh man, it's just gonna spiral out of control. Yeah, but I was thinking about that as I was looking over the artifact weapon and thinking, you know, gosh, because I saw I forget who mentioned it. One of the devs, uh, maybe it was Dave Kozak, had said, "Yeah, it's just for for Legion." I was thinking, oh boy, because we get a lot out of that, and they're gonna have to redo this all again in another expansion. But I guess it keeps things fresh. I guess I suppose that's the yeah. yeah. Who knows what they're fresh. gonna do? I want like fun. I want you know, my class. Fun. Well, fun is, yeah, fun is, fun is definitely, I mean, I haven't really, the demon hunters look kind of fun. I've played with them a little bit. I haven't f completed that quest line yet either, but. I do think that's actually a problem is that because of the invasions, everybody's got a chance to try off any class they've ever even mm -hmm. trying. And some people are finding that they actually kind of like some of these and that just makes it worse because of the problems with Hunter right now. If you see what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, no, was, I, understand. I was really digging the Shadow Priest when I leveled one. But I'm not I'm not gonna don't worry, I'm not gonna switch. But I'm just saying I'm like, oh I kinda like that. Yeah, I'm not planning to switch either, though I did bring my shaman into uh invasion and trying to get him up to to one hundred. Although I, I will admit I have no clues to what I'm doing. You know, I'm trying to read up on how to, how to play that particular class elemental. And then I have to look at, uh, I'm leveling them as elemental just cause I like ranged, but I have to look at enhancement as well. But <clears throat> so I'm just going in there and smashing buttons and trying to trying not to die. It's basically it. <laughs> yeah. That's a trick actually, the not yeah. dying part. Yeah. It's just sort of like, all right, where are my AOE abilities? So I can get hits on as many targets as I can. And then, you know, how do I get out of the way? So I don't die. 
<clears throat> and then the other thing I figured out too is even though as I go from 90 to 100, it's like, well, if I can get through these invasions with whatever gear I have now, I can just, you can just hang onto those chests until you hit 100 and then open them up all then. Yeah. I did not realize that on my first hunter. So I was like, oh, I'd get a chest, I'd open it up. And then I, after a couple of levels, I was, oh, wait a minute. The item levels keep getting better here. <laughs> so obviously I could probably, I should be hanging on to these until I hit 100 so I can get all the gear, all the level 100 gear out of it. But they've done some nice things. I mean, the the uh, you talked about this before. The hunter bow that you get from the demon invasion. Um, all the other armor set, all the other armor pieces, I think have a really nice look. I like those, except for that bow. <laughs> yeah, it's like pipes. someone took took some pipes, some plumbing, and uh, stuck it all together. It's just really an odd design. I don't understand. Like, was that already? Did that model already exist, or did they actually make it? No, it must have existed because I think a lot of these are. Do you think it existed? Models. I'm not sure. It might have. I'd have to go look that up. I don't yeah, know what it's. I think. What it's I think called. the polearm. The polearm. I think was in the game files for a long time. It was just never used. Mm -hmm. So I'm guessing the bow. It's probably been there since like Burning Crusade or something. And now they're just like, oh, we need a bow. This is the only one we have. So yeah, it's kind of funny. Yeah, I don't know because I don't I don't recall seeing it ever. And it's, it's a it wasn't used on an item. What I mean is it was just yeah. sitting there in the game files. Somewhere. In the game files, maybe that's yeah. entirely possible. It's funny though. It's I still wanted it just because of the stupid transmog collection. I'm never going to transmog mm -hmm. it. But you still want it? Yeah, I'll never transmog it to that. I might I might wear the other armor pieces on a hunter or two. Yeah, I thought they looked pretty mm -hmm. nice. If I was going to do like a hobo hunter, mm -hmm. that would be the bow. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's nice that you can upgrade it to what seven twenty five if you get those pieces. I'm not sure. I don't think it's worth spending shards on that necessarily, but you can get the shards as drops to upgrade it, which is nice. Yeah. Only because once Legion hits and you start to level the hunt that particular character, you're going to replace it with uh, the artifact. You're going so. to replace it immediately. So yeah, yeah. You're going to have that. You're going to replace that weapon within like 30 minutes mm -hmm. of launch. So <laughs> don't worry about it. Yeah. So it's it's a upgrade. If you get so that's the way I'm doing it. If I get the drops, fine. Otherwise, I'm not going to spend shards. It's a waste of shards. There's other things that you can get with those shards, like pets and some things like that that are just more much more worthwhile. Yeah, those pets though, they're becoming like the new left shark. It's like mm -hmm. uh, I don't even know what to, I have so many of them, I don't know. <laughs> One thing I haven't from the event, I don't know if you're aware, but there's a those dread those dread infiltrators that can um spawn in Stormwind and Orgrimmar. Have you seen those? Yes, I've seen one of them. Yes. Yeah. And they have a chance to drop that toy, the pocket fell spreader. Okay. Uh, yes, yes, I heard about so that. So hunters are able to to spawn those things because you need to have a track demons thing. Mm. So anyway, those toys are worth quite a bit of gold. So I've been doing a lot of that too. Just uh keep an eye out on the group finder and when those groups pop up, try to join them. They fill mm -hmm. like all forty spots fill up within like a second. Second, yeah. So you have to be really quick. 
there's like an add-on called uh, Server Hop that uh, helps with that. But oh, cool. Yeah, no, I mean, like I said, the the fact that you can gear up these these alts and that those invasions has been really, really, really nice. I'm just very happy about that because I've had some that have just didn't feel like le- in, in the leveling up too. The XP is really good, you know. Like, and I haven't just felt I, I just haven't felt like going through Warlords of Draenor quests anymore. You know, I'm pretty much done. <laughs> yep. And so it's been great. I don't know. And I guess what you can bring tunes that are as low as level ten. I I don't think I have anybody that 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 range. But yeah, I think ten is when they they, they scale down too. But mm-hmm. when I was running into one of the invasions at like level nine, it still gave me credit. So I don't know. They might even start lower than that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what did you say, Ali? You get like three or four levels. The lower like at the lower levels, the you get. You know, you don't just ding one level per invasion. You get get a bunch, right? Yeah, I started level fifteen and I'm up to level uh, seventeen right now, and I'm on stage two. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah, the key is you got to tag all of those big guys. Yes, that's yes. where yes. all, the, all the XP comes from. Yes. Yeah, and then I guess the, not I guess, die. Yeah, I guess the challenge at level ten or lower levels is you can't fly from point to point. It's still really fast. Yeah, it's still really fast. Like, just go to the nearby ones. But uh, Mm -hmm. I went from one to one hundred, and I think about twelve hours played. Oh wow! Wow. Yeah. Yeah, because I like to go and fly up, fly after the big boss demons. You know, they get very good XP for that and chance for some stuff. So there's also a trick that people have been using that they go to the nearest one, like Westfall or Ashara, Mm -hmm. and then once it's over, you log out, you log back in, and it starts fresh. So you don't actually have to travel. You'll oh, have you can to just do, do it once. Do the same log one out. over again. Log out in stage four, yeah. Yeah. You don't get the XP from the stage completion, mm-hmm. but for those, but you do get the from the monsters. But the other thing you can do is you just have like two or three alts and then just rotate between them. Mm-hmm. Person back yeah. in the inn when it's done. But yeah, but time is running out. So I've got like, I think one or there's like one or two more tunes I'd like to get to to 100. Well, I'd like to do a couple of things. I have one hunter that is 100 that I'd like to get geared, get the gear. And then I've got a couple of tunes that I probably wouldn't mind getting to 100 that aren't hunters. My shaman is at like 96 now and maybe one other character. Although I don't know. It's just nice to get into max level because I, I probably won't play them at all that much in legion but yeah yeah i don't even know if what i'm gonna do for alts like i feel like i'm just gonna focus on the one because mm-hmm. i don't know it just seems like with especially getting two artifacts going and all that stuff i don't know what I'm, i don't know what the benefit will be to have an alt you know especially when you just mostly play hunters yes I mean, it used to be like you know, in the old days, you know, professions, you know, it's good to have alts so you could have all the professions and have access to all that. But <clears throat> and I, I, maybe that still applies, but it doesn't seem as as necessary nowadays. But I'm, I'm the same way. I'd rather just get one tune like really geared out with the majority of achievements and, and you know, kind of as strong as I could get and then worry about the alts, you know, if we hit another content drop <laughs> or something. Yeah, hopefully they avoid that this time. They said that. that, 
seems like they're spreading they always it out say more. that it's not gonna happen right i know they said they want to have a steady stream of content i'll believe that when i see it and they, i think they understand that that most players feel that way that you know hey <clears throat> when we get to the end uh and you've got something new ready to roll out then all right i guess we'll believe it but well if you look at the past month of just content after content after content they could have easily spaced this out over two months and been fine. Mm-hmm. So I believe that they that they want this to work. I do. We mm-hmm. all do, honestly. Yes, we do. It just seems like if they're they're rolling out patches, then they're not rolling rolling out uh, expansions. <laughs> is their problem? <clears throat> well, it seems like they're spreading it out a little more, like mm-hmm. Nighthold the raid. I think it's, well, I haven't said an exact date, but I think it's like January or February. So that's quite a ways off. It's Oh, yeah. That's a longer gap than High Mull and Blackrock were. And I think that's fine. Thing. Yeah. Well, for I sure, yeah. There's so much going on, excuse me, and so much to do when these expansions launch that I think you can have that those initial raid go out a little bit longer. You know, I don't think there's any harm in that. And then, you know, stretch it out longer <clears throat> that's probably better plus because there's least... the karazhan patches in between there too so mm-hmm. oh yeah that's right i'm looking forward to that so that's right karazhan coming back in 7.1 as a as a dungeon not a raid yeah. but that's that's fine i call it a mega dungeon mm-hmm. <laughs> so i think it's I'm, i think it's mythic only and it's uh it's not i don't even know if it's broken up into wings or not they haven't really elaborated they haven't said, but people are assuming that it's going to be broken up in wings because mm-hmm. they tend to do that with the longer dungeons like Maradin and Dire Maul. Right. And they What's chop the other out one? parts of them. But they might not have to just because the fact that it's mythics are a weekly lockout. So nine dungeon bosses over a week is not that crazy, but it is crazy if you want to like do a pickup group, I guess. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing also it with like because... guildies. Yeah, with guildmates, that's probably a nice, that might be a fun thing to do. Right. I mean, also, they're trying to do more bite sized content for people that mm-hmm. don't have two hours to spend at a night. So, if you break it down into like three half hour segments, then that's a little easier for people. Yeah. You can stay together if you want to. You don't have to break apart. And there's going to be a little raid in there, too, apparently. Like just like a one or two boss thing in patch 7.1. Oh, cool. Yeah, no, I, you know, I hadn't read that, so that that'll be fun. Yeah, I like the fact that they're, yeah, they're really trying with this this one to bring kind of the best of, uh, best of Burning Crusade and kind of a little bit of it's a mix of Burning Crusade and Wrath of the Lich King, arguably two of their better better expansions. It seems like they're kind of combining aspects of both of these and incorporating them in just to the general feel of this expansion, the story and the lore and and and, and everything else. I guess I mean it's it's fun being back in Dalaran again. I like that. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's going to have to start being specific about which Dalaran. Mm-hmm. I know, right? <laughs> That's good. Did you hear well, that the sewers in Dalaran are now PvP? I think you can like do something like uh, you can pay the guards to go away or something <laughs> like that. Well, you can pay a pay a guard to be your bodyguard for five minutes Mm -hmm. to go down there to protect you but you know just watch your time 
because I used to go down there for like fishing and stuff like that. Well, it'll be fun. So we're only a couple, just a few more days here. You know, tomorrow's Monday and then then Tuesday. Wow. So I'm excited. I am, I am getting excited. I was so bored with things, and you know now now it's now it's going to get real. It'll feel even more real come come Tuesday. So so that's great. But I think I've got to get Ruben for today. We we've been here an hour. So I think with that, you have been listening to episode 243 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I'm Dark Brew from thebrewhall.com and the Brew Hall on Twitter. I'm Bendak from Eyes of the Beasts, Blizzard Watch, and Bendak Wow on Twitter. All right, check us out on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, or add our RSS feed to your reader, and we'll have all these links available in our show notes. Uh, if you have a question or topic you would like us to abstain from on the show, email us at huntingpartypodcast at gmail.com. Send us a tweet to huntingpartypod, and we'll try and answer it and read it on the show. And I'm sure you guys will have lots of questions once we get into Legion, and we'll be more than happy to, to answer those. And with that, stay thirsty, my friends, and remember to drink your dark brew lager. Keep your eyes on the beast. Dark lady, watch over you. <laughs> well, anyway, yeah, so and yeah. I haven't done the intro. I've only done it from the alliance side, so I haven't done it from the horde side to, to get. So I don't know what happened from their standpoint. You know, you we blew it. the horn. You, you, you Did should. you not hear the horn? <laughs> you you should go through at least once on on the horde side. On the horde side, yeah, you should. Uh, it's I, I feel like it's good to see both sides. <laughs> I can jump shot BM, MM, and SB I can rock out any tree Never worried about my threat Cause I've got FD and misdirect Catching loose mobs in my traps I never miss Now let's begin with Illidan, Osirian, and Gilgit, Magdamar, Ascalor, Gruul, Cthulhu, and Razorgor, Onyxia to Ragnaros, which one have we killed the most? Kel'Thuzad to Malagos, we even killed the Kama's ghost. I'm a hunter. I'm a hunter.